Now, if I'm gone for more than 10 minutes, ring this bell. If I get lost, it'll help me find my way back. See, I have to be very raw in order to go into the other side. This is a picture of my dog that tragically moved to live on a farm. <clears throat> Actually, me and my car bursted like a water balloon. This. Wait, what? What? We're gonna start. Nobody gave a shit about reading when we first came up. Anyone with half a brain, myself included, thought it was destined to fail spectacularly. But you got lucky. All you motherfuckers are gonna pay. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. We're, we're making a podcast. Please clap. And welcome back to Reboot Reboot. I'm your host, Griffin. I'm here too, Alec. How you been, bud? Uh, good. 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 Getting uh, nice and cold, which I appreciate. Always a good time of year for me. Um, been playing Cyberpunk, the new the Phantom Liberty. Ugh. Phantom Liberty DLC just finished it last night. Uh, spoiler alerts for Phantom Liberty. Um, is there a way to save V or? Uh, I have yeah. Spoiler alerts. Uh, not with the ending I got, and no, I don't think there is. It would be kind of weird if a DLC kind of like was a little <laughs> rug pull from the the other endings of the game, right? So it's still a downer ending, huh? Yeah, kind, well, kind of, I guess. I don't know. I didn't feel, like, bummed out by the ending of it. I had a nice little thing where I got, to, like, got to the end of it, kind of talking to Johnny. He was like, well, that was a bust. And I, <laughs> this line where I was like, well, at least we got to spend a lot of time together, Johnny. And he has some, like, sarcastic, quippy comeback to that. That was fun. So, you know, it's all mm-hmm. worth it. Sworn at by Keanu Reeves. Right, right. Uh, I've been playing a... I started a second playthrough on Boulder's Gate. So I have my main playthrough where I'm a Dragonborn Druid. And now I started a second playthrough where I'm actually playing a Bard. Oh, how's that been going? Seeing how that goes. Uh, so, you know how the dice rolls, right? Like... You can choose persuasion, deception, charisma, and all that. My base stats for charisma are nineteen. Okay. Like with all of my with with all of my buffs and like natural bonuses. Right. So when you do a persuasion so, check, it's like plus eight to the roll or something. No, it's plus uh, nineteen. It's it can't be plus nineteen. Because <laughs> I have some no, well, I have some other boom like so I have plus four. From my like proficiency, and then I have another plus four, so that's eight. And then I have another plus four from something, and then I have other boons that are replied to me. So like I'm already like it, the only way I can fail is if I roll a nat one, because anytime else I'm getting like plus thirty, like I'm getting like succeeding checks by like twelve to fifteen more points than needed. 
Wow. It's crazy. So you just <laughs> your way through things? <laughs> Everything. Cool. It's so crazy. Um, yeah, so that's fun. Just kind of like meandering through. Uh, getting ready for Spooky Day. Um, yep. Alicia wants to watch Alien and The Omen because she really likes those two horror films. So we're going to watch those. And I think we're going to watch like Sleepaway Camp. And then maybe like the final girls or something. Sleepaway camp. Uh, I forgot about those movies. I mean, good slasher, classic slasher film. You know? uh, yeah. I like the final girls. That was a fun movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, are, do you have anything special planned for Spooky Day? Not really. Sam it's Wayne. A, it's a Wednesday. I work until like eight. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not going to any parties. Are you going to any parties this weekend, then? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Let's see. Are you dressing up if you go? I don't know if I have a costume ready. Last year, some folks at my work did like a group costume thing and ended up dressing up Pugsley from the Adams family. Uh, you? Yeah. Well, from the Adams family, like the the 90s one where basically I just wore like a striped shirt and cutoffs which is pretty close to what how'd you do the bald cap oh I didn't I just didn't cut my hair or shave I just wore the shirt oh I gotta get a bald cap fair enough in a bald cap <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Or no, Pugsley wasn't bald. He had like a crew cut, right? He had like a buzz cut kind of thing. Yeah, pretty short. Well, all right, that's cool. You, you gonna pass out candy? Uh, we don't actually. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's weirder when it's on like smack dab in the middle of the week. Yeah. Yeah, Halloween is like it's such a shame that more people don't into the don't get into the Halloween spirit because I am it's my favorite holiday, mm. and like I, I love you know like I, I want it to be cold and like kind of foggy, and I want like I don't know the Halloween orange and yellow leaves on all the trees, and I want just like kids and people littering the streets in their costumes, and I want every house to be decorated with webs and skulls, and everything looks like a cemetery. Like that's the Halloween I want, you know. And I don't think that really exists outside of like Salem, Massachusetts, because they some, lean into that. There are some neighborhoods that go like super ham with it, but. Yeah. yeah, I don't want a neighborhood. I want like a town. I think we need Halloween lights up. It gets so dark here at like <laughs> six. It's like like dangerously dark. Sure. Um, so I don't know. We'll see what happens. I don't remember. I don't think I had. I think last year was the first Halloween I was in this place, and I don't think anyone came by. I don't remember though. I'm probably gonna turn my lights off. Just, you could always put like a bowl out there saying, put an empty bowl oh, yeah, out. Empty bowl, and classic empty bowl. Honor system. Yeah. <laughs> a yeah. Face yeah. 
Well, no, no, you just put, yeah, like the already empty bowl and having never put candy in it. So people think other kids already took it. I've been messed up too because I live upstairs. So I'd have to like make them go up these stairs going. <laughs> Now, did you ever put razor blades in your candy? No, into my own candy? No. No, like in the candy you were passing out. No. In fact, almost no one has ever done that. There's been like one dude. No, it happened all the time, Alex. Come on. We grew up in the 90s. We knew knew what people were saying. I do not support the dissemination of this fake news. (laughs) I do do there the are razor blades and candy apples. I do do the thing with the LSD, though. That's also just for me. <laughs> Did you ever pass out to, uh, like toothbrushes and toothpaste? No. I'm not, I'm not an urban legend or an old, old lady. <laughs> <laughs> now, kind of a newer tradition. Did you ever pass out a potato? That's a newer tradition? No. This it's a th- so, like... It became an internet thing. Like, this couple started, like, they put a potato on top of the candy bowl, and the potato would always get taken. So they just kept putting out potato, and, like, kids just kept taking the potatoes. So last year, someone found them, and like, oh, my God, you guys are the the potato house. Like, kids just keep grabbing the potato and leaving the candy. They have, like, an untouched bowl of candy, and kids just grab the potato. Hmm. Weird. I don't know. I, yeah, I, they, they don't just, know whether like kids love the potato. Like, I guess if the kids like it, I don't know. You know <laughs> that's a single potato is unless they're like big russets or something. It's kind of a dumb amount of potatoes. It was just a big like, potato, a single fingerling. That'd be a weird. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite? What, what's your go-to Halloween candy? Uh, Hmm. I don't know. I like the uh, little mini bars of various things. They seem to mostly kind of all have the same stuff in different arrangements. Maybe a, mm-hmm. maybe a Snickers, maybe. Okay. Okay. I think my... I like gummy rings a lot, but you don't really see those on Halloween too much. You don't. A lot of the gummy gets kind of overlooked, honestly. It's always like Snickers, Butterfinger, Milky Way, Three Musketeers, Mounds. Yeah. The generic Hershey's bar. Yeah. Yep. All right, Alex. All right. Uh, sadly, this is this is not a Halloween-inspired podcast. Uh, Alex, why don't you tell our audience, our hearers, what we're going to be talking about today? Yeah, only we could just talk about candy. The rest, of, I guess, we kind of technically could. We watched the Haunted Mansion from two thousand three and Haunted Mansion from twenty twenty three. Movies based on the Disney ride of the same name. Spooky. This Keep movie in is like the... that. You know that that <laughs> Halloween decoration that's just like it's like a plastic kind of like zombie head, and it just like does the deep laugh. <laughs> sure. This is like that toy made into a movie. All the same <laughs> amount of effort into thinking about the like the lines and stuff. I feel like went into these. So, Alex, what is your experience with the Haunted Mansion? 
I had ridden the ride a few times. Um, that was my main experience before this. I did not know either of these movies existed, except for, I don't, I was aware that the 2023 one was kind of like coming out um, soon-ish. Like, found out about that maybe a few months ago. Uh, and then, when I found out that there was a 2003 one a few months ago, I was like, oh, we could do this for the show. But I haven't seen either of them. I don't, I really don't remember the, the 2003 one coming out at all. And it was, I think, I was like 14 that year. Maybe. No, you had to be older, because we graduated 16, in 06. Yeah, 16. Yeah. I had to do some math. Um, I don't remember this coming out at all. Totally going under my radar. Maybe it mm. was advertised to much younger children. I wouldn't be surprised if that were the case. Uh, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Yeah, my only experience was the ride before watching these. What about you? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I remember the movie coming out, but it's child safe horror, and I never watched it. Because I was in the like deep into like discovering all the real horror stuff when I was sixteen, you know. I, I think I had watched Edition already. Probably wasn't going to be like going to the hospital. right. Like I, yeah, when sixteen came along, I was like diving into. I was like, okay, I'm going to watch all of the Texas Chainsaw movies. I'm going to watch all of the Nightmare on Elm Street. But, like you know, I was trying to track down all of those, um, and then seeing like The Ring, The Grudge, Juan, Blair Witch, all that stuff in the rear view. Um, Haunted Mansion. I was like, oh, it's a Disney movie, and like it's kid friendly Disney. I'm gonna pass on that. But I have been to Disneyland once, and I went on Haunted Mansion uh, there. Mm-hmm. And then 2023 came out, and uh, I had no intention of watching it until you suggested it, and we picked it. So I watched that yesterday. Yeah, it's my experience. And right. That's it. Um. So, for those who, uh, you know, um, do not know, although I don't know why you wouldn't, uh, the Haunted Mansion was inspired by the Disneyland ride. Um, Dark ride. Dark, dark ride. It's Uh, a style of ride. Right. right. It is a dark ride attraction. It opened August 9th, 1969. Um, and then in the Magic Kingdom, it opened October 1st, 1971 at Tokyo Disneyland, uh, April 15th, 1983 at Disneyland Park in Paris, April 12th, 1992. Hong Kong Disneyland was May 17th, 2013. So there you go. Um, you know, it's this ooky spooky kind of ride that, you know, it's... Ookies, looks ookies, great on the outside even in the song yeah they say they tell you how it is right there uh so the movie would come out in 2003 um and uh i have some uh i have a little bit of facts for you if you're interested okay. sure yeah a little bit of facts okay uh are you? Do, do you know the dapper dan's they're a barbershop quartet that performs in disneyland's main street yeah, they're like the red and white striped suit guys and the flat. Yeah, not flat caps, but the okay, the like the straw flats. Yeah, yeah, they are the singing busts in the movie. Makes sense. Yeah, 
Um, the chairs in the dining room were later added to both Disneyland, Haunted Mansion, and Pirates of the Caribbean oh. attractions. And in the Haunted Mansion, the chair, uh, the chair appears in the portrait of the updated attic belonging to one of the bride's murdered husbands. And in the magical, in the Magic Kingdom Pirates attraction, it's in the final treasure room that Jack Sparrow is sitting in. Uh, Don Knotts was originally supposed to be in Haunted Mansion as the groundskeeper. However, all of his roles in time were cut, and you can only see him in glimpses in the background walking around. Damn, that's a bummer. I would have liked to see Don Knotts. That might have been yeah. my time a little uh, bit here. Alicia and I were like, Don Knotts is on this. That's going to be because he's, he's old by this. Like, he dies two years after this movie gets released. Um, you still can see the groundskeeper and the dog amongst the people at the cemetery near the end of the film, but you have to really look for it. Uh, the red couch in the study in the mansion was used in 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea from 1954. The bust in the study that opens the hidden door is actually of the poet Dante. Ooh, okay. Um, the two people at the beginning of the film who sing Happy Anniversary... It is a reference to a radio ad for Disneyland's anniversary, sung in the exact same way by a child. However, listener reaction wasn't the greatest, and the ad was pulled. <laughs> wasn't the greatest. Okay. Um, something a little interesting that uh, Ryan actually found out and that I tried to find more out about, and I couldn't. Uh, Wallace Shawn is in this movie as a butler. Oh, yeah. yeah. And there is a poisoning that happens in this movie. Um, Alex, take a guess what poison that is. Uh, something nightshade, belladonna? I don't know. It is iocane powder. Oh, oh, got it. Okay. Right. Well done. Which I, I don't know why they added it. Well, I, Princess Bride. Well done. It. Which isn't yeah, I, I understand that connection, but that's the only connection I could find. I think that's probably <laughs> the only connection. Yeah. Wallace Sean came powder. Yeah. Uh so I came powder, uh same powder used, like same poison. Um so following the success of Ghostbusters, Disney greenlit the film The Haunted Mansion in the mid-1980s at first, cool. and they would only give permission for the film to be made if Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Harold Ramis, and Rick Moranis would play the lead. What? Wait, what? Of, yep. This, of The Haunted Mansion, not Ghostbusters? Yeah. Weird. Were they going to have the Ghostbusters, like, Ghostbust the Haunted Mansion? Was that the idea? Don't know. I I don't know. Um, Anthony Hopkins was originally asked to play the part of the main, the head butler Ramsley. Oh, is that the right? The that's the one Terrence, who poisons Terrence Stamp. Yeah. Uh, the makeup for this was designed by the great Rick Baker, who did American Werewolf in Paris. Or American Wear from London. He did uh, Planet of the Apes. He did the new Wolfman. Like, he's classic, like, horror makeup. He actually did the makeup on Ramsley uh, to make him look more t like Boris Karloff. Hmm. Um, 
Eddie Murphy is not a fan of this movie and has since gone on to say that it wasn't very good. Uh, all right. <laughs> Welcome to the resistance, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Uh, this is Eddie Murphy's second Disney movie. Do you know the first? The uh, Nutty Professor? No. Oh. Mulan. Oh, right, right, right. He's Mushu. Yeah. He is. Um, what else? What other fun facts? Uh, so, Eddie Murphy was going to be in the remake as a cameo, but he requested $500,000 for one day of shooting. <laughs> okay. That's, that's why we don't see him in that. I need half a million and, uh, dollars to do a cameo in the reboot of this movie I hate. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, another little fun fact the actor Deep Roy is in the beginning. Yeah. Deep Roy. I think this is like the second thing we've done that he popped up in now. Uh, yeah, the first being uh, Willy Wonka. All the Oompa Loompas. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, the Haunted Mansion cost $90 million to make. <laughs> and it met with a box office take of $182 million. That seems high to me. Honest God. Is it like so, people taking their kids to the movie? It's child-safe horror. Child-safe oh, yeah. horror always, you know, and it's Disney, too. Yeah. So, plus it came out in uh, November, so <laughs> after good enough, yeah, like, you know. Yeah. Um. So, Alex, as a first time, as I'm assuming this was your first time seeing Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. Yep. How was it? What'd you think? I thought it was a uh, pretty lame. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I was not super compelled. Kind of, kind of just waiting for it to be over. Uh. I don't know. Yeah, you know, kind of didn't really like most of the characters. Some of the ghosts were fun. I like Wallace Shawn and everything. But otherwise, yeah, I don't know. It's like watching people ride the ride the haunted mansion, which is like not a super fun idea. I don't think it's about as fun as you just described it. Yeah, like... <laughs> you want to watch someone else ride a ride, and it's not even like one of the YouTube videos where someone has like a super strong reaction and freaks out. It's just like watching people kind of ride a normal, a normal ass ride. Watch people get sung at by a barbershop quartet of statue heads. Sure. Okay. I mean, it's very, it's pretty milk toast as far as like a Disney movie goes, and maybe this is right before Disney had like. This is I don't know. After started... the Renaissance, right? Like, it wasn't the late '90s animation era, like the Disney Renaissance, and then this. Is... Yeah, but like, this there's a Disney difference era. between Disney's. Well, there's a difference between Disney's animation and their live action. No, because yeah. the Disney animation has always been favored. Like after that big boom, so it after almost seemed like their live action wasn't up to snuff. And I think it when would did, be the Pirates when, movie. When did, I was, when did Pirates come out? That's like 2001, 2002. I think it's 2001. I think the first Pirates came out like 2001 maybe they're or like, no no no, no. It had to be later maybe they're had to be later like, right same year oh wow okay maybe this is black the start pearl of, like, came out same year maybe this is the start of disney being like okay we're turning all of our rides into movies we're starting with pirates <laughs> and haunted mansion classic rides safe options and <laughs> one turns into a huge franchise and the other one kind of stinks it up pirates came out july 9th 2003 
Yeah. Did they make any? Oh, so it came out earlier that year. It, it came out earlier. It cost 140 to make, and it made 650 million. I wonder if there's like an internal rivalry between the production teams for these two movies or something. <laughs> and you compare, <laughs> yeah, 90 to 100. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's okay. So the plot. Uh, do you remember the plot well enough of Holland Mansion? I know that like Eddie Murphy and his wife were real estate agents. Um, Eddie Murphy is like too committed to his work, and it seems like that's going to be like a character change point, but it kind of really doesn't become one. Um, some ghost trick Eddie Murphy's wife into coming to this haunted house, but then Eddie Murphy comes to, uh, and. I don't, there's some like there's some malevolent ghost in there who needs to like steal Eddie Murphy's wife's soul or something. I is that it? Kind of. So like the owner of the house, uh, the the owner of the estate is named uh, Edward Gracie, mm. and Edward Gracie fell in love with this woman named Elizabeth Henshaw, who committed suicide one night, and heartbroken and distraught, uh, Edward hung himself in the attic. So now this place, uh, this mansion is now haunted with the spirit of Edward and a ton of other like ghosts and servants and like guests who had all met their ends in various ways. Um, and Eddie Murphy's wife is lured into this mansion along with her family. And the whole thing is like a twist that it's actually the, like the butler did it. And the butler killed the uh, killed the fiance because he believed that she was not the right color nor uh, social background to marry his master. But he didn't anticipate the master's grief would turn them all into spirits forever trapped. And so, isn't like the Eddie Murphy's wife, wife looks identical to Eddie Murphy's wife now? Like, yes. played by the same actress, right? Yes. Yeah. So, and the whole thing is that she resembles. Uh, Eddie, Eddie Murphy's wife in the movie resembles the uh, dead fiancé of the master. Um, how these ghosts found her, I don't know. Oh, actually, I do know how they found her. Yeah, the little kid um, drops a bunch of flyers off in the yeah. in the first scene, right? Or he gets spooked yeah. and then drops a bunch of... Which, why is he riding his bike out there? It doesn't seem like there's any other houses around. For, like, miles. Yeah, and he's got this sack of, like, 50 flyers. Yeah, um, and then from there, you know, like hilarity, like hilarity and scarity ensues. Scare, like kind of watch yeah, people you know. react uh, mildly to to lots of CGI happening around them. Kind yeah, of and it's a, it's okay CGI. Jennifer Tilly is a medium who lives oh, inside yeah. the crystal ball. Madam, fuck, Madam Leota. Leota, right, right. Leota, yeah, classic haunted mansion character from the ride. I don't know. There's, and, a few, uh, there's a few scenes where they're just like they're just doing part of the ride. The statue right. that follows you is you. You know, it's one of those things where it's like concave, but it looks like a three D thing. So the eyes follow you everywhere. You got that going. No, it, it, no, no, no. The eyes actually are following you, Alex. Those ghosts are real. Disney trapped them there. No, for in the, in the movie, the ghosts are real, but I don't think in the ride they are. Yeah, no, those are real ghosts. <laughs> Do you, okay. Not getting paid very much. <laughs> you know, you, you you pay for peanuts. You pay with peanuts. You get specters. Um. So like, 
uh, along this way, Eddie Murphy finds out with the help of two ghost underlings uh, in the form of um, Ezra and Emma, who are a maid and a footman, and one of them is Wallace Shawn. Wallace Shawn. Uh, that they uh, and their Eddie Murphy's children are there with them, and they have to overcome various spooky related. Uh, op- like obstacles to try and figure out the the riddle and the the cause of this curse, and Eddie Murphy is trying to get his wife back, um, while also being kind of like an asshole to his kid. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> he keeps on telling his kid, <laughs> like he's the opposite of uh, of Mufasa from The Lion King. There's literally a scene where he sits down with his son, and he's like, "Son." You shouldn't be scared of anything. I'm your dad. I'm not scared of anything at all. Uh, which is very fun. And yeah, I don't he, think it really gets an arc on that either. He just keeps on telling his kid not to be scared of stuff. And then, I mean, there is that moment at, when they're coming out of the mausoleum with all the spiders. Mm. And, like, the kid kind of muscles up. Yeah, it's funny that that's, like, the takeaway, though. It's like, yeah, the kid toughened up, so Eddie Murphy was right, as opposed to... <laughs> Mufasa, yeah. Eddie Murphy oh, being kind of an yeah, yeah. I don't know, but it's just funny to me. Eddie Murphy is kind of the movie is like less aggressively mean than the Nerdy Professor. I don't know if Eddie Murphy is any funnier in it. Yeah, I'm telling you, I like Eddie Murphy in the '80s, man. Like <laughs> trading places, coming to America, uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Like he was just. I don't know what happened. Maybe he hit a down slump. Maybe he had too many kids, like something, but he hit a down slump, man, and he's never recovered. Maybe. When did he do Shrek? I think that's. I think Later. He, by Shrek 3, Shre- he probably has, like, fuck you money, I would guess. The first Shrek is, like, what, 99, 2000, something like that? Something. Somewhere around there. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, um, man. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like it, it's it okay as a movie. It's very mediocre. Realistically, yeah. the like the two thousand three haunted mansion as a movie, the characters are kind of stale. They're a little rough around the edges. They don't really show warmth toward Eddie Murphy. Shows a lot of warmth towards his wife, but the kids, I'm kind of left wanting. Like they don't. Like, there's a wanting there of, like, maybe they need to be better fucking parents. Um, and the wife is fine. But, I, yeah, I don't know. It, it definitely seems like in this, you can... The chemistry isn't there for any of the characters for me. So it really feels just like, oh, these are random people thrown together. Yeah. Yeah, except for Wallace Shawn and the maid. They seem cool. <laughs> and maybe that comes down to acting experience. Maybe or like Wallace Shawn is just such a funny dude that he he makes sense in a crazy situation. Sure. Uh, um, I mean, for those of you who haven't seen Haunted Mansion two thousand three, I don't know. It, it's a family friendly Disney movie. There's a little bit of like spooky stuff, kind of, that you lot. haven't seen. If you if you've seen Pirates of the Caribbean and like that when Barbosa and his crew are like skeletons in the light of the moon, that's the same level of effects we're talking about. You can take kids to see it and, you know, give them an ice cream after and they'll be cool. It's less scary than pirate skeletons even. It'll just be like, you know, they're they're in a room and then there's like 
phantasm there's like cartoony phantasms fly around and it gets kind of windy and then everything's fine it just sure. kind of just watch people move around between like these different haunted mansion tableaus <laughs> yeah they're just yeah like, okay hey now they're in the they're in the cemetery from the haunted mansion it looks pretty close to the way it does on the ride that's fun now those statues are singing at them now we're in a ballroom <laughs> and lots of ghosts are dancing yeah i don't I mean, I'm sure in 2003 it was like it obviously did well, right? Like 120, 182 million dollars. Okay, but that's kind of a false number because like it's a PG movie, and PG movies always do that, especially from Disney, because people need a reason. Like it's the perfect opportunity to take your kids out to get them to see a movie. It's easy for the whole family. No one can object to it. No one gets offended by it. It's almost like a home run, right? two days off on thanksgiving you got to go here on a friday something to do yeah like perfect time easy movie it's most times disney make a movie it's going to be a home run anyway just because it's guaranteed pg and there's probably enough like adults out there who are fond of the ride or whatever sure that have seen it like i like it's a it's a cool ride uh, I don't I think it's been like 20 plus years since I was on it, but dude, I was like 11 or 10 when I went on that ride. I've only been to Disneyland once. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's not even a compelling movie to watch. Like as I was watching it, I laughed a few times um, because I, and wacky, like, Eddie Murphy being like, really? The butler did it? I was like, okay, that's, that's kind of funny. I yeah, guess. like, they're, they're, like, some of the writing is, like, like, that line was pretty good, um, but they do it better in 2023 with, like, the outright denial of adventure. Like, there are certain parts in the reboot where a character will just be like, nope, I'm refusing to engage and just I, move past something. I love that, the few times that happens. Yeah, it was yeah, really funny. That, <laughs> like, they tried to do that in 2003, uh, but they don't they don't commit to it hard enough, so it comes off as kind of watered down. Yeah. Um, Not a lot of like and there character arcs to speak of, really. Right, like the, no the, no character really grows. Um, you don't really see any character. Uh, <sighs> yeah, you don't see any character really grow. Maybe the sun. You don't see any character really learn a lesson. Um, the interesting thing here is that I think this is after Eddie Murphy's transition period of like when he was trying to clean up his image more. Because in the 80s, he was doing, you know, these kind of like 80s yeah. comedies where like right. they're dealing like they have hookers or they're dealing drugs or and it's like action comedies or they're like buddy cop comedies and his stand up is fucking wild. Like yeah, if you is, listen to Eddie like this Delirious is very different than Eddie Murphy in the red leather jacket with a glove. This is a yeah, different pers- Eddie Murphy. Right. So he's trying to cultivate a clean image throughout the nineties and the thousands so he can make that money. Yeah, and it's like that was a ice cube versus family vacation without a paddle. Yeah, yeah, family vacation. I think I think without a paddle is the Dax Shepard and Scooby Doo and Seth Green movie. Isn't oh, I thought he he was in one of those family vacation. Um, I think is or 
Yeah, but he he did like three or four family yeah. movies like that. Is what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, but him in the fishing vest is kind of the right. In the um. Yeah, it's just super mediocre. It's definitely like a yeah, it, kids movie. It's good. It's it, it's it's good <laughs> to include the kids in like a horror film. Like if you have a kid, like you have a bunch of kids, like you got three kids, right, or like two kids, and one is in their teens and they're wanting to watch like a slasher flick, or and you got like a ten year old who isn't ready for a slasher flick. Stick on Haunted Mansion. The sixteen year old will be on their phone most of the time, oh, and yeah, they'll. Yeah. Like avert their eyes. Sixteen-year-old the, will just not engage. If they have right. to be in the same room and there's only one screen to watch stuff on, then I guess. But this is yeah, like a like, not particularly scary. This is like a poorly, like a bad episode of Goosebumps or like a bad Goosebumps adaptation. Or I don't know. Sure. I mean, I've been rewatching on and off uh, the show. Are you afraid of the dark? There's definitely way scarier oh, episodes of Are You Afraid dude. of the Dark, and that was <laughs> yeah. Are you afraid of the dark? As a kid, show. traumatized me. <laughs> I would, like, I would recommend that over this movie, quite frankly. If you're looking for like actual spookiness, but like low level, like not gonna terrify you. It's it, but, it, it's low level, but some of the premises of Are You Afraid of the Dark are like. The pool monster from Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah, infinitely more scary than yeah. anything in the Oh movie. yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, the pool monster, the red one. That yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah and then little, I think that's where that little freaky little God was he supposed to be a? I can't think of what are the little Irish guys with the pot of gold called? <laughs> the leprechauns. <laughs> the leprechaun. Wasn't there some leprechaun with a flute that would like banish you into some pocket dimension or something? I don't know. Like well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Way way scarier are you afraid of the dark episodes out there? Yeah, I don't know how they shame on them for what they did that like gener- to our generation. I I know where the fear of clowns comes from from our generation too. It's that oh. fucking are you afraid of the dark episode laughing in the dark. Yeah, and that that freaky like wooden plywood cutout of the head, clown's head was in every was in the credits of every episode too. I think every episode, yeah. Um, but Haunted Mansion comes along in a time where child-safe horror doesn't really exist. Maybe you have Goosebumps, maybe you have Are You Afraid of the Dark, but coming into 2003, that stuff is almost considered ancient by, like, television standards. And now we're getting, like, an older group of young kids who are a little desensitized towards what we're seeing on television and movies. And Haunted Mansion is one of those films that comes along that bridges the gap in between, like, child-safe horror and what would become, like, just a straight-up horror film. Um, And now we're really seeing it with video games, like games like Hello Neighbor, uh, like, mods for Minecraft and things like that um, are are the bridge between that and, like, here's Outlast. You know, like... Gameplay of Hello Neighbor, and even that is, like, more spooky than... (laughs) In this movie. Right. There's never like any sense of danger, I don't think. Maybe a No, the stakes are like, so low. Yeah. When the like even the main like kind of threat is this dude who's fundamentally just misunderstood and has been lied to by his evil butler. Like he Correct. He stops trying to kidnap the wife basically immediately upon hearing what actually happened and is like, Oh, my bad guys. And then everything is just kind of fine after that, right? Don't they like do they all live happily together in the mansion afterwards? Do they free all the ghosts? Ooh. 
I, I don't know if they're living in the mansion, but they're, the last scene is them driving away with the crystal ball still talking, and then the fucking busts singing oh, on the back of the car. That's right. That's I forgot they would end with the musical number. Uh, the goat. Yeah, I think I turned it off pretty quickly when the goat when the when the head started singing again. Yeah, and no one would blame you. <laughs> I love um, the barbershop quartet as much as the next guy, which is say I can handle about one song in an hour. You know, there's stuff that happens in this, but a lot of it is Eddie Murphy kind of just being selfish to the screen. Like, he's not chewing the scenery. He's just kind of like, I'm Eddie Murphy, and I'm going to react to this thing and then go to a next room where I react to the next thing. Yeah, like Eddie the Murphy plot is like, oh, what the hell? To a bunch of CGI, and then kind of like... <laughs> It's <laughs> windy, and he runs around, maybe. And, you like, they do this... Lightly tormented, then we'll come back to Eddie Murphy. And they do this whole thing, too, where, like, any of the story or exposition, it's almost explained verbally by a character in the show somewhere. Like, not natural. It doesn't unfold naturally. It's almost like the character grabs the camera and goes, this is what happened, and then they turn it back to Eddie Murphy. It's helpful for a kid's movie, maybe, you know? Right. Which, I mean, if we're looking in the lens through a kid's movie, it's great. If we're looking at it in the lens of Reboot Deboot, eh. yeah, we don't, grade on, right. we don't grade on a curve here. Unless yeah, we, we, we really don't. Uh, so, the guy who directed this is uh, Rob Minkoff. And Rob Minkoff would do... Uh, like he would co... Guy, right? He co-directed The Lion King. Uh, he did Stuart Little and Stuart Little 2. He did The Forbidden Kingdom. That Jackie Chan and Jet Li movie. Um, he did the Mr. Peabody and Sherman. Uh, he did Legend of Hank. Uh, he even and uh, his wife is a cast member on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know, man. Look, take your kids to see Haunted Mansion. It's fine. I guess. Like it, it's yeah. yeah. Nothing is too bad. Apparently. Um, there are people who look back on this movie fondly, but every comment or review that I found was always like, this is great. The family always gets together. Or like, I remember watching this with my little brother, or I remember my big brother watching this with me, or I remember my sister put it. It's always a family thing with a sibling. Mm. Like, I feel like it's the togetherness that people enjoyed that this movie brought over the movie. You know, sure, yeah, like nostalgia from watching, right? Like, yeah, because coming like, uh, cold, I was not, I was not uh, bowled over by this. Yeah, it I like Jennifer uh, Tilly a little bit, but even she is like kind of. I don't know. I know. I was really, I was excited for Don Moss, and I was excited for Jennifer Tilly. I'm like, hell yes, this is going to be in- entertaining. And ooh. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, of oof is a good summation of it. You know what it felt like? It felt like I like I now know what Charlie Brown feels like when Lucy pulls the football away. Were you hoping it was just another? Like, I thought it was. I thought it was. I was hoping for no, it to be like kind of like funny, like throughout the whole thing. I don't know. Yeah, I was like, you know what? This isn't going to be a fucking hole in one. It's Disney. It's Eddie Murphy in the early thousands. Like his kind slump of, of the nineties is over. This is going to be easy. It seems, yeah, it seems like, like, okay, I know Disney can make good movies. They can make good, funny movies. They can even make good, funny PG movies. Uh, yeah. And that's kind of what I was hoping for. I don't know. I was let down. Yeah, it, it just. Instead of 
a present. I got a lump of coal, or I guess that's a Christmas <laughs> thing and not a Halloween thing. But I got tricked instead of you got a razor blade of the candy yeah. apple. Okay, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, fair. that why my uncle wanted me to watch this. <laughs> it's uh, I don't know, man. Like you, okay, you. I, I gotta like throw you under the bus here a little bit. You had been suggesting Haunted Mansion for a while, but we couldn't do it because the writer's strike, and we didn't feel proper, we didn't feel comfortable doing anything current with the and writer's strike it going on. It wasn't streaming, like, it, and it wasn't available anywhere until like two weeks ago or something. So you kept wanting to do Haunted Mansion, Haunted Mansion, Haunted Mansion. I what was it that compels you? Uh, literally just that it was new and it was coming out. I don't have a lot of like emotional tie to the haunted mansion i just saw that i just saw that it was coming out and kept on thinking like for whatever reason i found out about the 2003 one i honestly just thought it would be like a good thing to do for this i didn't sure i had no affinity for these movies like i said i've never seen them before um i don't know the 2023 haunted mansion just seemed like kind of shiny and Lightly <laughs> theme appropriate. Uh, no, you're. you're I, I will say, on theme, we're nailing it. <laughs> like, I guess. On, it was a scary on experience theme, we're for me, but not in the way that the movie intended. <laughs> right. I will say about the 2003 one. At least it's like pretty short. Yeah. It, look, it's short. It's just stick it on. The kids will be entertained. A little ooky spooky. They'll feel like they're part of the festivities. Done deal. You know. Um, you can put them to bed after, and then you yeah. can start watching Hellraiser or yeah. The Exorcist, or you know, Thousand like Thousand Corpses came out the same. Yeah. You can do a back to back. Yeah, no problem. You know, give the kids some candy, let them watch Eddie Murphy, send them to bed, and then watch Rob Zombie. It's perfect. Um, 2003 is just very uncompelling. I kept. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, there are a few lines that I'm like, okay, this is kind of funny, or this is well written. Like, or this is well wrote and this is fairly constructed. But overall, I was just left kind of like, eh. Like, it, it felt half cocked at best. It felt like every character was underdeveloped. It felt like the plot was just kind of. The only part there, there was like. Yeah, it was cardboard almost. The only parts that were like engaging to me were when I was like, oh, hey, look, that's maybe a prop straight from the actual ride. That's kind of neat. Or like, wow, mm -hmm. they really made this thing look exactly the way it does in the ride. That's kind of neat. <laughs> Madame Leota makeup. Look pretty close to the Madame Leota you see in the ride, I think. The statue head, dead on. Right. Uh, now. That kind of stuff. So, and that's 2003. And then 20 years later, we would be revisiting the Haunted Mansion uh, with the Haunted Mansion 2023, which I think this is our closest movie gap in between when a movie is made and when a remake has come out. Really? I don't think we've had another movie that's been 20 years. I think that everything else has been further away in time. Huh. Maybe. Because Lion King was 30 years. Everything else has been like 30 plus years. I think this is the closest one. When did the first Mortal Kombat movie come out? 94, 95. Oh, so that one might be like 21 or 22. Or maybe just... Something 22. like that, yeah. But yeah, I think Haunted Mansion 
and the new Haunted Mansion are uh, the closest we've had on the podcast. Um, I have some fun facts about this Haunted Mansion, um, if you're interested. Sure. Okay. If you're interested. Uh, So Gracie Manor is modeled after the original Disneyland Haunted Mansion, Whereas in this Haunted Mansion, it's Crump Manor. And Crump Manor is modeled after Magic Kingdom's Haunted Mansion. Is Magic Kingdom the one in Florida? Yeah. Okay. I have never been... Uh, Eddie Murphy was willing to do a cameo appearance, but he was tur- like 500000 for one day work. No one went for that, That kind obviously. of like a, I don't want to do this, I'll throw out an... An absurd number, and if they say yes, then fine. <laughs> right. Uh, so Guillermo del Toro uh, had plans to use the Hatbox ghost character from the Disneyland attraction to play a larger role in the film, and del Toro, at a Reddit AMA session, mentioned that they already had concept work uh, for the Hatbox ghost. Hmm. Did he do, like, creature design for this? Or... Uh, he did. Okay. He did. Um, so yeah, this is set 20 years after the uh, first Haunted Mansion. Um, this has been a concept of Guillermo del Toro since 2010, where he first talked about it at Comic-Con. Hmm. Uh, just doing the Haunted Mansion. That dude loves making spooky creatures. It's like this whole <laughs> passion, and it's great. Uh, so this actually movie, this movie reunites Jamie Lee Curtis and Lakeith Stanfield after Knives Out. Jamie Lee Curtis was in this? She's the medium. Oh, geez. Okay. There is an uncredited Winona writer in the film. Whoa, really? She is the tour guide at the house when they go to like Crump's Manor. Oh, wow. That's Winona Ryder. Uh, This is the second Disney remake for Jamie Lee Curtis, the first being Freaky Friday. Mm, Yeah, classic. Uh, This is the second movie about a haunted house for Owen Wilson after The Haunting. It was, okay. (laughs) Slightly different vibes, I guess. Yeah. Uh, There's a homage to Iron Maiden in this movie as one of the mascot, as a zombie mascot ghost that Owen Wilson is talking to looks identical to Eddie, the Iron Maiden zombie mascot from the album Power Slave. That's cool. Uh, During a scene where the ghosts are playing piano and dancing around the back of the room, the song being played on the piano is It's a Small World. (laughs) Okay. Okay, Disney. And then the cast includes Oscar winners Jamie Lee Curtis and Jared Leto and four Oscar nominees, Lakeith Stanfield, Danny DeVito, Owen Wilson, and Winona Ryder. And those are all... And those are all taken from the uh, IMDb because I realized that the trivia section is much faster than me tracking down production notes and like combing through them for sure. Sure, yeah. Uh, this Haunted Mansion, Alex, how much do you think it costs to make? Uh, I don't know, a lot, probably. About like a hundred, hundred and fifty million. Right on the fucking money. Ooh, wow, okay. 
150 million to 157.8 million. Damn. All right. Roughly. Guess what the box office was? I have no idea. Uh, more than that? I was going to say it didn't lose money, I guess, probably. 116 million. Oh. Oh, okay. So didn't, did, did didn't clear. Money. Didn't make its money back. Okay. But still, a hundred million is not. That's still nothing to sniff at. Like, I mean, yeah, that number by itself, yes. But if you're, <laughs> that's a lot less than a hundred and fifty, though. Yeah, it's, yeah. Pretty... Uh, so, what did you think of this haunted mansion? I thought it was better. Um, this is another one of those. I don't remember what the last movie we did was where. Like a similar vibe to where it was like the like on paper this should all be fantastic like I love the cast for it, um, mm-hmm. but I was just like not super blown away by the movie proper. I thought there were lots of like this movie was like it was definitely more fun for me than the first one. Um, but like more of the fun moments came from a few scenes that seemed like maybe they were lightly improved or whatever. Uh, where it's just like the wacky characters interacting with each other, and like those were fun. I found the like story part less compelling, and kind of convoluted at times. Okay, go into that. Go into the what? The... Well, why do you? Yeah, like, well, uh, what parts are convoluted? Or <laughs> maybe convoluted is the wrong word. I don't. There's a part about like an hour and 15 minutes in where they finally are like okay now we kind of know what's happening with the movie and we can do this part now right is that like is it after the seance when they finally figure out what's actually going on uh yes and the kind seance of yeah is like an hour into the movie i think right yeah yeah then they then they kind of like get into the actual like plotting part of the movie um i don't know i thought like keith stanfield was gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be better i what did what did you think of of him in this honestly this one i give it a five or a six out of ten you know yeah like it's pretty honestly it was, i enjoyed it like i i sat there and i'm like man i'm never gonna watch this again but I like this for what it is. I thought the writing was much better. I thought the oh, characters yeah. were actually characters. Oh, um, for, I yeah, thought the yeah, chemistry yeah. between the cast were fantastic. And I love the actual like backstory of Lakeith Stanfield. I thought that was great. They actually gave him like, they gave a, a character, a character. He had a backstory and he had motivation and he was a care. Like a, he went through changes and it was dynamic. Owen Wilson too also had that character shift where like the <laughs> imposter thing and uh, it was great. I, I really was like, man, yeah, this writing little, is like funny little rap yeah. thing at the end where he's like, and I got ordained. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, but the, you're, yeah, you're right. This is definitely a much better movie. Like in terms of the just comparing the two, like light years ahead in pretty much every way. There is and like some of the stuff on screen too. It's all it, there's an inception scene. Oh yeah, yeah. There's fun little. This is a better like. This is sort of what I was hoping the original one was gonna be. That thing where Disney will do like the here's a bunch of kids stuff, but then here's enough references to keep the adults engaged too. 
that'll right. go over the head of the of the tiny ones. And you know what? It totally did. Yeah. It like there are so many things in there where I'm like, oh, this is like, oh, that's an MC Escher painting they just walked into, and you know that like we're like they have a Inception thing, and the way they had the characters interacting with the house and with each other. I don't know. Tiffany Haddish was great. Rosario Dawson. I mean, the, all of their characters that first worked well together. And... Rosario Dawson gets into the Haunted Mansion with her kid, and then they see that, <laughs> that statue yeah. of armor move, and she goes, nope, and then just takes her kid and runs out, or like tries to run away. Because I, I, I love, too, before that, yeah. the kid's dealing with like the ghost in his room. Mm-hmm. And then he he's like, Mom, Mom, there's a ghost. And the, like Rosario Dawson's doing the typical thing of like, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> yeah. You're just reacting. And then she and like instantly, nope, and just fucking takes him to bolt. As soon as she sees something freaky, she's like, Okay, yeah, you're right, we're leaving. <laughs> Which is such a nice thing for any kind of like horror adjacent media because that never happens, right? It's always the kid. It never it's always happens. the parent being like, You dumb kid. Oh, silly child, go to bed. <laughs> go to bed. And like after the haunting has started and like Lakeith Stanfield decides to walk through the house, there's a part where he's walking down the corridor and he sees that painting and then he sees it like switch position. And he's, nope. And he just walks right by it. Yeah. Like, it's, it's the, cause yeah, you never see that in horror movies. You and never it's... once see like everyone gets curious and they go for it. This is just a movie where characters are like, Nope. Fuck that. A, like such I'm a not relatable engaging. response that you almost never see like in a in a movie. <laughs> it's <laughs> like a natural to, response too. Yeah, just to be like, nah, <laughs> nah, I'm good. <laughs> there are there's a few of those moments like that. And so the whole thing is if you cross over into the Haunted Mansion, you can leave, but the ghosts will follow you, forcing you back into the Haunted Mansion. Right. And I love that like Keith Stanfield, he gets lured into the mansion, he gets haunted, so he goes back. But then when they go to the medium, and then she walks in, and she's like, all right, well, I'm done here. And then she was to leave, and it cuts to that, like, the text box of two hours later, and she's like, you motherfuckers did not tell me. You need to, like, it's like, yeah, you have a right to be mad and angry. Like She was so good. Harriet, the the medium, she was so funny in this. I really like her a lot. (laughs) Yeah, I... There's a scene right before the clip at the plate at the top, like the lead into that is her being like, no, I've sure. done this a bunch of yeah. times. And Danny DeVito's like, are you sure? Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, I've done it at least 10,000 times. And like, why would you pick such a ridiculous <laughs> number now? I don't think you've done it at all. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, why would you inflate the number like that? It just makes it seem less credible. Yeah, Danny DeVito. Which is absolutely us. true. Everyone, yeah, everyone's a lot more fun to watch. And there's like, more funny people on like everyone on screen is funny as opposed to kind of just Eddie Murphy supposed It also seems like they're having the way more fun yeah, together. The, the interactions between all the characters are a lot are a lot more fun. Owen Wilson is doing his own he's playing Owen Wilson. <laughs> he's playing <laughs> Alicia was like, does he just always talk like that in every movie? And like yeah. that's just Owen Wilson like and he's doing the same <laughs> mannerism and stuff too. Like, wow, guys, love love the energy in this room. Let's just calm it down. <laughs> I love to at the beginning they did, when like Owen Wilson meets Lakeith Stanfield. He's like, "Do you want to be a hero?" Nope. Good day. <laughs> like, <he> just... <laughs> yeah, there's a few Owen Wilson inspirational speeches where they're <laughs> he like fumbles it a little bit, but they're good. I don't know. But like, I love that his speeches like 
Because in any other movie, that like it would, oh, you got me. But in this one, it's like, nope, we're not doing that. Like I'm not. Yeah. It's not. You think that? Yeah, no. They do some good like uh, expectation defying kind of stuff in a fun way. They do. I think. I think that made me enjoy this movie more than I normally would have. Because I think it broke those expectations. Having it set in New Orleans was a cool choice. Then you get all the the cool jazzy ghosts showing up. Yeah. Yeah. It was like and the set dressing too of uh New Orleans like Nolans, right? Like having the the history and then the knowledge of like where it is and the actual like I love that like Keith Stanfield is a ghost tour guide in the beginning and he just does not play into it at all. He's like a quantum <laughs> physicist. And then <laughs> When he meets his wife on New Year, when he meets his his soon to be wife on New Year, she's a quantum physicist, and she leads ghost tours. And then we kind of smash cut to Lakeith Stanfield leading a ghost tour now, but he's super ambivalent about, or not even ambivalent. <laughs> he's just like he's taking these people on this ghost tour, being like, "Ghosts aren't real. That house isn't haunted. That house isn't haunted. That house isn't haunted." <laughs> we come to Which... find out that his wife had passed in the interim here, and he's like doing the ghost tours, kind of in her honor kind of thing. And um, he is, but like, he, like, he is super torn up about that too. Yeah. Yeah. Like that when that, a... when, when he gets emotional and he like hangs on to it, it's like, they could have a whole, like, there could be another movie about Lakeith Stanfield going to counseling and grief coupling with this. Like that, there's more to like, those waters run deep. They yeah, like were, made that a deep thing. It was interesting. There were parts like, there were parts where like Keith Stanfield's character was like, yeah, like super convincing and really emotion, like emotive and stuff. They were great, like mostly around the around the dead wife. There were also like one or two times where I feel like maybe we don't take the first take on this line or whatever. Um, but yeah, it was... yeah, I mean, I feel like at 150 they couldn't really, they didn't have much time to do a second take. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder how much the actors I, got paid. Like, everyone's pretty famous in this. Um, everyone's pretty frame like and to even have the balls to be like hey Winona Ryder do you want to do like a two minute cameo and then you're done yeah like cause they still have to pay her and Jared Leto his image is in this too yeah right he is, he's Crump Mr. Crump yeah yeah like those people got paid they didn't not get paid you know like yeah, no, I mean, and you know, good for them anyway. Uh, Dan Levy is in this. Who's Dan Levy? For like that two minutes, familiar. he he is an actor and a writer, but he's mostly known for that show Shit uh, Shit's Creek. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, Eugene Levy's kid. Yeah. Like, who was the police sketch artist? That was that dude from the Daily Show, right? Hassan <laughs> <laughs> Minaj was that Hassan Minaj? Okay, that that police sketch. <laughs> yeah, that was a really that fun was... scene. <laughs> I really like man. Everyone in that scene just was great with it. I like Danny DeVito's enthusiasm. He's yeah. like, and like Keith Stanfield being like, Danny "Did you DeVito do that right now? Like, You're great." Making that like face where he's like, "Yeah, but you got to pull the lips back." It's like all <laughs> like <Right>. like this. <laughs> yeah, that's the sign. That was very funny. I mean, there are genuine moments where I'm like, 
this is a much more competent movie. It's a more coherent of a story. It's a be- there's an actual story this time. Um, nice ensemble cast. Everyone gets funny moments in it. Yeah, everyone gets funny moments. Everyone gets their own like little patch of growth. Every character actually grows. Yeah, and the um, uh, like the the kid has the thing where he realizes that his dad is dead, and that's okay. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield has that like there's that manipulative ghost towards the end where after they figured out what they need to do, like half of them leave the mansion to go gather supplies or something, right? And they come back, and then it's like. Do they come back to Danny DeVito being like, nope, all good, we fixed it. Yeah. Harry yeah. Yeah. <laughs> found this cool old book, took care of everything. Um, it's clearly a trick, but then. Now, I, I, I normally don't do this, but I got to give it up to the screenplay writer, Katie Dippold. Okay. Because this screenwriting is so much better than the original. Than the original movie, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And Katie Dippold, for those who don't know, uh, she wrote The Heat, she wrote Spy Kids, she wrote 2016 Ghostbusters, she did Snatched, Haunted Mansion, she also did, uh, she worked on Mad TV and Parks and Recreation. Interesting. I do really like The Heat. It was a fun movie. (laughs) So, um... Yeah. It's, uh... It's just a more competent kind of film. And I think you can tell if you put them side by side. It's still a Disney movie. It's still child safe horror, but. Something for the. I enjoy. Uh, yeah, I'm 35 and I enjoyed this film. Yeah. There were moments where I'm like, that's really funny. Like, that's. And seeing. Seeing these actual very talented people get to do. They're very talented people thing with other people that they enjoy working with, or at least they're able to seem like they enjoy working with. It just made it more enjoyable yeah, of an experience for the viewer. Having like a reasonably good time. Uh, this is a much better option for if you do have to put on a movie that your kids can watch. That would do this one, not the 2003 one. <laughs> <laughs> this is a much. This will be a much um, better experience for everyone. So, and in this, like, the story is a little different, but... So in this, like, there is an evil spirit haunting this mansion, and it has to accrue a thousand souls to then be let out into the world. But the soul has to be a willing participant in death. And these people are trapped in this house, and the ghosts aren't... There's only one ghost who is malevolent, who has a layer of authority over the other spirits. Um, it's the hat ghost, uh, right? The hat man ghost? Yeah, the, the, yeah, the hat box ghost, the ghost of Crump. And, uh, like, there's some great scene. Like, if you leave... The rules of the movie don't change. Like, if you step in the house and you're haunted, then the ghost follows you to haunt you at your house. That happens to everyone who enters the house, and it's consistent. And, like, if the ghosts are reasonable because... Um, Danny DeVito and uh, oh no 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 um, Owen Wilson and Lakeith Stanfield are able to actually strike a bargain with a ghost. It's the ghost of this mariner who's been haunting Lakeith Stanfield and if they can take him to the ocean, if they can take the mariner ghost to the ocean the mariner ghost will then help them solve this mystery at the mansion. Yeah. 
Another fun little, it gives them something to do for a minute as opposed to just stumbling from one set piece to the next and then going, what? Yeah. Like, it, it, it has, it shows the career change of why and the career reveal of Owen Wilson being a con man and like... And in kind of an artful way, too, that was surprising. Like, because at first I was very confused. I rewound several times to be like, did I miss something here? He was just talking about how ghosts are horseshit. Now it's smash cut to him doing... Uh, Oh, and then there was that line from the the guy, like, you don't have to keep on doing your tours. Oh, something's happened. And then it's, like, dribbled out in bits throughout the whole movie that his wife died. And yeah. And there's, like, this powerful reveal kind of thing at, during the climax. Um, it, it, it's competent filmmaking is what it is. Yeah, which is sometimes... It's been a while. It's been a dry <laughs> four or five episodes, you know. Now, I, I, again, I will say this. It is a Disney film, it is live action, it is child safe horror, but the competent filmmaking and screenwriting really saves this movie. I was yeah, I wasn't expecting like super scary anything. I just wanted like to have a fun time. I feel like this one delivered on that. Did you have a fun time? With this one, yeah. This one I was definitely, you know, chuckling it up at points. Like I like there's so many when Owen Wilson shows up, I'm just like, you goofy fuck. I love you though. I don't know. Like <laughs> You're barely acting. You're just again just playing Owen Wilson, but <laughs> I like Owen Wilson, so it's pleasant. Yeah, there's a. I mean, the, so same way this is DeVito, a kind of doing the same, doing his Danny DeVito thing. This is an interesting. Haunted Mansion is a great example of competent filmmaking. And like screenwriting, like you can go back and you can watch 2003 and then you can go back and you can see more coherent conversations. You can see more coherent reactions. You can see better direction. It's actual, not just one actor trying to like monopolize a film. There's an actual plot in it. Too, which is there's an actual plot. Nice. And there's not even just one plot. There's like, a plot, and then there's like two subplots because the boy of Rosario, uh, Rosario Dawson's son in the movie, um, he has his own little plot going on uh, with like a like the passing of his father, and yeah. like and him and Lakeith Stanfield are kind of like lightly bonding um, throughout it, which is nice. This is cool. Yeah, it's lots of lots of good character growth all over the place. Lakeith Stanfield continues to like never do the same role twice. He's a, I really like Lakeith he's Stanfield. Got so much range, you know. Every time he shows up and that's that was a part of like when I saw that he was in this, I was like, ooh, okay. That's uh a reason to watch it. Yeah, yeah, like it's uh Chase W. Dillon is Travis, who is Gabby's son, Rosario Dawson is Gabby. He's and uh, Child he was good sucking it up. Yeah. He was all... he, and like he had moments of like, he it was, he was, he did a good job. Like his whole thing of like him dealing with the passing of his father and wanting to get back. Like they threw that subplot in there. They threw the subplot of like, like you can figure out he's kind of an outcast at school. He's being bullied, but they never address it. They just let the filmmaking show it. Uh, they have Rosario Dossing being like the caring mother who's trying to better their situation, and they don't reveal that her that his father is dead until like almost the very end. And 
I mean, uh, the medium being almost having like, um, almost being like an imposter. Like she has, she is a medium, but she's it wanes. Like her abilities, like there's a confidence <laughs> thing there. She is like she can actually do the things she says she can do, but then it seems like sometimes she just elects to do a scam, maybe, <laughs> or like she knows she can do it, but it's selective when it happens. Yeah, or like talks like yeah, I don't know, talks like she is doing it really well all the time, which I don't know. There's that <laughs> right. line towards the end where they're kind of having like the fun wrap up and uh like Keith Stanfield is talking to Rosaria Dawson, he's like, Oh, so that means you guys decided to stay? And I are they living at the haunted mansion at that point? Like they're living in the mansion. The yeah. door opens wider and then Harriet is back there and she's like, Yeah, you should get a you should get a medium. Could have told you that last week. And then it opens a little <laughs> wider and Owen Wilson is also back there and he's like, Oh, hey guys, I got a I got I got ordained. I got ordained, yeah. <laughs> okay, we're getting a little wrap ups in there too. That's fun. I, I I like I definitely won't be watching this film again. And it is by no way in my top 100 movies that I enjoy, but I still enjoyed watching it. Yeah, and you know, we take those too. That's <laughs> a good experience. Um, like, yeah, it was cool won't. how they they kind of had some scenes in Louise, like in New Orleans, and they showed a little bit of Bourbon Street, and they showed a little bit of like the local custom, a little bit of the flair of the city, which I think is just it's... an added environment. It starts with one of the like the wake sort of parades turning into a jazz yeah. festival, right? Yeah. And it ends with a bunch of ghosts dancing to jazz music, which is fun. I love they lift that curse at the end, and then they're like, wait, none of the ghosts left. <laughs> right. Maybe, maybe they like it here. It'll dissipate all. They're just hanging out. Um, dance. Yeah, it, it's, it's all right. Uh... I, I when people when, in the past when Alex and I have talked about like oh this film is good but it could have been better or this film is bad and it didn't execute the things we were expecting or we would have liked to see I think that the Haunted Mansion and then this like the Haunted Mansion 2023 the remake you can see a stark difference in how the difference between like a good movie and a bad movie or like a good movie and an okay film like obviously this is not a martin scorsese movie this is not uh like a cecil b demille uh deville movie this it's nothing like it's not citizen kane it's not christopher nolan but there is a great amount of care that goes into the characters the character development making sure that like stories circle back so that we get completed characters and events it is competent filmmaking and for not like a textbook version, but for a pretty solid version that you can go and look at, I would say look no further than this film to understand when Alex and I say those things. This is a pretty good example of the, <laughs> yeah, of it like really being improved. These movies have the exact same source material, which is a ride. Yeah. <laughs> and one, yeah. one of them does a much, much better version with much, much better job with that source material than, and again, I think the only other movie inspired by a ride was Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Uh, like, I can't, I don't think of anything else that... The Disney rides, yeah. The closest I can get is, like, there are board game movies. Isn't there a Battleship movie? <laughs> no. 
Right. Snow yeah. Tour that no, that was never a movie. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe we'll find. Maybe we can scratch up some other movies based on rides. Do a theme with that. There's the Incredible Hulk roller coaster. We do a tie. Ooh. <laughs> um. So when it comes to Haunted Mansion, Alex, uh. Are you going to reboot or are you going to deboot? Um, I guess, I guess deboot. I feel like the, but like in a good way in the, like, I think the 2023 one kind of like, I think they did it. I think, I think we got a really good Haunted Mansion movie. Um, out of, out of, out of the 2023 one. I think that one could probably stay definitive for a while. Uh, I'm going to agree with you on that. I don't think there's a better version of this film. Yeah. I, I think this is as good as we can get for Haunted Mansion, which in, I'm in fine way. with. In a good way. Yeah, in, in, in a good way. I think that this is this as good as we can get. It. Knocked it out of the park with that one. It was great. Um, do you have any uh, final words for our audience or our hearers? Um, this would be a really good point. Point place to insert one of those like ABCs of death thing, but no, I don't have. Do you remember that show, A Thousand Ways to Die? I do. Yeah, I do. Those are my final words. Look up clips of A Thousand Ways to Die. Um, watch. Are you afraid of the dark? Happy Halloween. Those are and have a safe Halloween. Yeah. If you're drinking, don't drive. If you're driving, don't drink. Have a safe Halloween. If you're passing out candy, uh, have fun. If you're taking a younger child or sibling, younger sibling trick-or-treating, let them have fun, hang out, enjoy the costumes. Um, uh, stick some bicycle reflectors on them so they don't get hit by a car. Have a good time. Yeah. And uh, from the Reboot Deboot Studios, we will see you guys uh, next week. That podcast is filling your head with garbage. You should be in school. Well, we better get going. I wonder, will we ever see each other again? Who knows? God willing, we'll all meet again in Spaceballs too, to search for more money. Kawabunga.